Well, there's nothing better than getting the heebie-jeebies scared out of you. Nothing calls more wonderful than hearing the beautiful silence after a bomb hitting, right? No, not really. And you know what sucks even more? Knowing you ain't prepared for that hit when you knew this whole time that nuclear bomb was eventually on its way. But that's not here nor there yet. So before I get ahead of myself, let's indulge in a bit of news. Greece is struggling to contain four major wildfires within its borders as firefighters are stretched thin and homes are evacuated. The newest fire began Saturday morning on the island of Lesbos, forcing local authorities to evacuate hundreds from homes and an exclusive resort. Authorities relocated 450 people for that fire alone, while three others continue to burn on the Grecian mainland. U.S. President Joe Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid stood side by side on July 15th and declared they would not allow Iran to become a nuclear power. Biden, in a joint news conference after a one-on-one -on -one meeting with the Israeli leader, said he still wants to give diplomacy a chance. Lapid insisted that words alone won't thwart Tehran's nuclear ambitions. Although Biden suggested his patience with Iran was running low, he held out hope that Iran could be persuaded to rejoin a doormat deal intended to prevent it from building a nuclear weapon. The U.S. called on Russia to stop forcibly deporting upwards of 1.6 million Ukrainians to isolated regions in the Far East, calling the act a war crime. Russia has denied any presence of filtration camps used to deport Ukrainians, but the U.S. claimed that they identified at least 18 filtration locations on both sides of the Ukrainian-Russian border set up by Russian officials. Government-sponsored hackers from China, Turkey, Iran, and North Korea have been working to gain access to news media networks by surveilling and impersonating reporters, according to cybersecurity firm Proofpoint. In a recent report, the company reveals that state-backed hackers targeted journalists in a variety of ways, including using phishing emails to access their work emails, social media accounts, and networks. The report also indicated that government hackers regularly impersonate media members because of the unique access and information they can provide to the government of the countries they're working for. Former Obama economic advisor Larry Summers warns of a very high likelihood for recession, following reports that inflation hit a new decade's high rate of 9.1%. There have been renewed fears that the U.S. is in a recession period. New York City releases PSA on what to do in a nuclear attack or incident. Despite the low likelihood of such catastrophic event occurring in America's largest city, the one-and-a-half-minute PSA outlines three steps New Yorkers can take to mitigate the threats of nuclear exposure. So now that we got that out of the way, let's start this show. Remember y'all, all information has been gathered from various sources for educational and informative purposes. Also, don't be shy, sharing is caring. So if you find this information great, spread the word out so others can be informed as well. Now without further ado, I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins.
So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why, just know that the big one has hit, okay? So what do we do? There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, get inside fast. You, your friends, your family, get inside. And no, staying in the car is not an option. You need to get into a building and move away from the windows. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Have a basement? Head there. If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. I'm not really the boasting type, but I told you so. See, I'm not just some crazy chick spewing nonsense after all. And just like New York, you should probably be prepared too. I mean, I can't make you do anything, but it's always great to be prepared for any occasion. Anyway, that video has been circling around and people are now second guessing whether the government is trying to implant hidden obvious messages like a Disney movie. Out front, but still subliminal. Either way, this PSA is real and is most likely the first of many to come. As you already know, war is already running amok between Russia and Ukraine, just like there's still a war between the Palestinians and the Israelites. And let's not even go to the Latin America as well. And it's not stopping anytime soon, as I have said multiple times before now. There are still talks about nuclear war, and it's only increasing day by day. People are losing lives daily on each side, and weapons are still being distributed across different countries, both under the table and over it. The economy is tanking, in which the governments are using the excuse that it's all Putin's fault and blaming the recession all on him when we all clearly know that ain't it. Oh, and let's not forget that the euro has fallen for the first time in 20 years, bringing it lower than the dollar. Would you look at that, huh? Then there's the Middle East and how they're looking for support in their projects and nuclear weapons. But at last, it all comes back to war. Whether it be a nuclear weapon, a cyber attack, or shortages, war is still war. And you know how that saying goes, all's fair in love and war. So we gotta be prepared, folks. Nonetheless, this whole talk about war brings us back to what I spoke about a few episodes ago called a looming disaster, where I explained how you can prepare if a nuclear bomb alert sounds and what to do. And some of y'all are probably still thinking, is that really necessary, Joyce? Yes. It very much is, and the news is now backing me up. And if your next question is, what if it hits and I'm in range? Well, obviously this ain't for ya. Yeah, it sounds a bit cruel, but hence why I'm trying to help y'all be prepared for this type of situation that is becoming more of a reality each day. And if you're still asking why, jeez Louise, well it can range from taking cover from a natural disaster like tornadoes, to an all-out nuclear war, the coming of the World War III, the Teetawaki which means the end of the war, and the apocalypse, which, spoiler alert, 
is coming pretty soon and according to the doomsday clock, we're 100 seconds away from destroying the world. So, I hope that's enough reason to be prepared. Which now is a good time to insert Scar's song, Be Prepared. Jokings aside, now your first priority to help survive is to make sure to look for a safe room, water, food, and supplies. Once that's all done, you should be ready to bunker down. However, I'm going to stop here since, like I said before, I have a whole episode on how to prepare. So let's focus on the real question. Choice? What if I don't got a bunker or some makeshift shelter? Well, you're in luck because that's why I'm about to explain three different ways to either create or get your own bunker. So let's start with the first and most common and obvious one. The professional underground bunker way. Look, I ain't gotta be Captain Obvious when the title says it all. You either hire professional bunker installers to build one underground of your home, or you buy an actual territory bunker that is designed in a different location you and your family would know about. Or a trench, which would work too, which is smaller than a bunker made of concrete and is partly dug into the ground as part of a trench system. Also, let me just get this out of the way because maybe some people generally don't know. But no, she shed or he shed are not bunkers, nor can they be used as one. It doesn't have enough fortifications to protect you. But a bunker can be built in your underground backyard. There are personalized bunkers that are often attached to homes or located on personal property. These bunkers usually consist of a long shipping container that is often fortified by high quality plate steel and structural metals. And sometimes they can also look like tube survival shelters. But overall, professional bunker manufacturers are usually the way to go since they would know how to architect a whole home inside the bunker for you and your family. Plus, advise the best way to go about it. Now, I'm not going to kid you, it's pretty heckin' pricey. And I'm talking about an estimate of 1500 to 40k. I'm talking about an empty can of a container to a prefabricated bunker ready to be buried. Next is the basement way. Seriously, that's self-explanatory. Basically, you use your own basement as a bunker. Many experts say that it is the best and easiest way to stay protected when you don't have an underground bunker. Your main goal is to make sure the basement is closed off, meaning no windows should appear, and if they do, then it's suggested to have it closed off. Make sure to also inspect the basement structure. Take the time to clean out the basement so you can inspect it from floor to ceiling. Look for signs of structural instability, cracks in the walls or floor, or drywall falling off the walls, or signs that water is leaking into the space. You don't want to hole up in a basement or store your emergency supplies there if it caves in on you for the first sign of trouble. Now, an issue that might appear would be moisture as basements are notorious for dampness and moisture because water can seep in through walls. And since this room is often below ground, level, water lingers instead of drying or evaporating. This can be a massive problem if you're going to use your basement to store supplies, let alone a survival shelter. 
Water in your basement can come from several sources, ranging from water leaks in the walls to humidity. Determine the water source and work on blocking it. If you have water seeping through your concrete walls, consider stripping the walls and painting them with a waterproof coating before replacing the drywall and insulation. If humidity is an issue, invest in a dehumidifier to keep the space drier. Another thing you would want to check would be the air quality. If you're sheltering after a nuclear explosion or from an airborne viral threat, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't want to bring in air from outside as I'm 99.9% .9 sure it's laden with potentially fatal contaminants. In this case, you'll need a self-contained air storage and recycling system or a set of high-end filters that will remove dangerous impurities from the air before allowing it to cycle into your shelter. So make sure you have these items if you're going to make your basement into an airtight shelter. Remember, you can survive a few days without water and weeks without food, but you can only survive three minutes without air. And last but not least, this is what I like to dub the I don't got a basement but I need to hide anyway way. I'm pretty sure thousands of people don't got 20k or so lying around to invest in a fancy bunker. Or their homes are either in a condo slash apartment where I'm pretty sure their neighbor would not appreciate them digging a damn hole on what should also be their property. Or maybe there's no basement underneath the house either. There are loads of reasons that people are unable to get a bunker. So next thing you know, you need to improvise. Hence the, I don't got a basement, but I need to hide anyway, way. What is recommended to do in this case is to find the safest location in your home away from doors and windows that have access to the outside. So this is usually located in the center of the building. Now remember, what detains the radiation and will help keep you and your family secured is to put more mass between you and the radiation, meaning you want as many layers of steel and concrete as possible between you and the outside. Some experts even recommend pushing a heavy table to a corner of the fortified location and stacking objects like bookshelves to the side to help close you in. The more you have yourself covered in layers of mass, the better your chances of not being hit by the radiation. Just make sure to leave a very small space on top so you don't fully suffocate either, and another hole about 4-6 to six inches on the bottom so fresh air can pass through. This will at least help keep you safe for the next few hours that radiation is passing. I mean, it ain't ideal, but you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. So this concludes my makeshift bunker 101 for y'all. And yeah, I agree, it's crazy. We're even considering any of this to be sane. But this world has gone chaotic and it's honestly much better to be safe than sorry. With wars, the economy falling, natural disasters, the apocalypse low-key around the corner, I think we can all agree that this tad bit of info can be useful later in the future. I just really hope this info won't be in use for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I hear ya. Everyone's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and now we all gotta learn stuff that as kids, it probably didn't even cross our minds that it could happen. But folks, 
it's about time that we all start paying more attention because from here on out, it's gonna be one heck of a roller coaster ride. So remember, knowledge is power, but it's the way you use it that makes it worth it because all information is valuable. This episode on Shots of Endorphins was produced and scripted by me, Joyce Grace, and a shout out to my research team. Want more Shots of Endorphins? Well, you can visit and listen to the podcast at shotsofendorphins.com. You can leave comments, likes, and even help support us by clicking on the support tab as well. Also, you can follow and share the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile. Smile.